Buono mattina, universal. Universal? Probably. I don't know. Do you know I took three semesters? Three semesters? Four? Did I take four? No, I think I... Three or four semesters of college-level Italian. And yo parle nunca. I'm not even sure nunca is Italian. I'm pretty sure it's not. My point is I speak none of it. Except ciao, hola, hola. That might even be Spanish. Uh, and there is some of the problem. If you take Spanish in high school, don't take Italian in college. They're basically the same language with different pronunciation and grammar text. So, ugh. Talk about overlap and, oh, yeah, I guess my Spanish got into my Italian. Dumbass. These are ways that we can look back and forgive ourselves easily because, okay, I took Italian and should have just stuck with Spanish because even though my high school Spanish teacher was probably the worst teacher in the entire school, I did at least learn something through four years of high school Spanish. Um, or did I? Uh, I learned a lot more working in restaurants when it comes to Spanish, I can say that much. Um, but I'm not here to talk about any of that stuff. And I'm also not here to bitch about work. I know I bitched about work in the last one and said I should quit working and all that. And I don't like when I bitch about work, but I, I also don't like the fact that work makes me feel like bitching. You know? Well, you're getting paid, and that's where you need to shut up and accept it. Ugh, again. Really? Thanks for treating my humanity with a kind of disdain that dissolves down to dollars and cents. Okay. I get that there's all these counter-arguments about why um, our labor is to be given to whoever it is that demands it of us, and that in return we get things like money to go buy uh, hoverboards. But I, I guess I'll do without all the hoverboards, the jet skis, and the, and the, well, I don't know. Like, if we ever invent the individual power pack that lets you fly around like James Bond and from Russia with Love, okay, that I might want to work for and take whatever abuse comes with it because then I could fly. But until they solve the whole, there's a lot of heat coming out, lighting my ass on fire with that kind of thing, well, then... I just want some respect when I'm at work. Just some respect. I get it from the customers and I get it from my coworkers. Why can't I get it from my employer? Why? And, and it sounds like I was being told all these things I'm doing wrong. No. I've been told exactly one thing I've done wrong and I did something wrong. Uh, and, I, and it was with a customer and I feel terrible about it. <laughs> I felt bad enough about it that when I walked in, my manager's like, hey, I gotta talk to you about something. I was like, oh crap, it's gotta be that woman with the gloves. And it's just like, I know, I made a mistake. I accidentally served somebody coming out of the back without putting gloves on and using paper and uh, whatever it is. It was unsanitary and I realized it in the moment as I was doing it. And then this woman wrote an email to complain about me, which is fair. I made a mistake. I mean, is it fair? Yes, it's fair. But this is funny. Like, I have made literally one mistake the whole time I've been there. I have done 115 things out of my way that have been positive. What have I been noted for? The single one mistake. None of the other things have been addressed. So, fuck it. That's work, right? <sighs> but I'm not even here to talk about that. What I'm here to talk about is I spent a lot of this morning, and it is 2422, and it is 12, what? 12.41, so I have to be at work in now 49 minutes. Um, and I work today with the next four days off, so I am in a good mood. And why am I in a good mood? 
because I don't have work in my future. But uh, what I really wanted to talk about, because this morning I've been listening to a lot of, um, I've been listening to a lot of commentary in segments where lies have been mixed with the truth. And as a recovering liar, can I call myself that? As a liar in recovery, um, for those of you who are still naive enough to get taken by the scheming, um, the greatest tool any liar has is to weave truth into the lies. And to do it in a way that is, um, is verifiable. I wanted you to find out that half of what I'm telling you is true because then you really don't know if you can question what you think is false. Hello, lying 101. Well, no, this is more like lying 201 or 301. This isn't just figuring out how to get your way through lies. This is using situations to your advantage to gaslight other people into questioning themselves. That's, <clears throat> that is, when I say that I've been despicable, to me, that's as low as you can go. I'm literally taking your reality and morphing it into one that is to my advantage. Now, I could take your life. I think that would be a greater transgression. I could leave you with the kind of life action that stains you forever and causes you to constantly have to reflect on that one moment. I could bring that level of tyranny to you. But gaslighting you, it's a chink in that armor. It starts down the path of, I can't trust myself. I don't know what to trust. I don't know who to trust. I don't even know what's true anymore. And <laughs> hello, universe. If we were to put an epitaph on your gravestone, it might be, I don't know what to trust anymore. I doubt physics. Thank you. So when lines that you thought were drawn with the kind of crystalline clarity that they were laser absolutes are starting to waver, are starting to show up as colors other than the red laser line they've always been. And you're starting to be told, well, that's what lasers do. I thought you knew that. Uh, that is exactly what lasers don't do. That's what I know. So, was I shifted here because this reality is so discombobulated that it needs somebody to come out of discombobulation and admit that they can see all the lies because they know what it's like to be the schemer? Are all of you just too good to see it? Don't you see all the ways we're being lied to? Can't you tell how many things today are false? And yeah, where do you start to dismantle that, right? You start with yourself. Why are we participating in systems that are full of chicanery? Why are any of you giving away pieces of your soul for financial, property, material gain? What does a better blender do for you? What does a better view do for you? How does your soul rest easier? 
because now you can see six miles across the city. Have you found fulfillment in that view? Of course, we're all awestruck by things like that because they're brand new experiences when we have them the first time. We think, amazing, wow. But it's just glitz. Glitz doesn't feed your soul. It doesn't even get hung on it for adornment. It's just the fun part of being alive. It's like seeing a waterfall. Wow, how cool is that? It's like going deep sea fishing. Oh my God, this is awesome. It's like hiking up to the top of Mount Monadnack, New Hampshire, being able to see across the entire state. Wow. There's just parts of life that are those moments of awe, some, one of the greatest words we ever invented. Give me some of that awe, because it's awesome. That's what life's about. But that 39th floor view across the city, that doesn't fill your soul. In fact, what you did to eat away your soul to get that view rings every time you look out that window. Ha 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 ha. I live with none of that because my soul is full. Now, how are you going to fill your soul? What are you going to do from that 39th floor apartment that's going to fill your soul? How are you out there making connections that matter? That give you back a piece of who you really are? That make you recognize that you were put here for purpose? And it wasn't to look out windows at skyscrapers across a city skyline. That is not your purpose. So, as one who knows how caught up in the schemes we can get, and then how much of that scheming we have to maintain, and how many of those schemes become the only fundamental reality in which we're committing ourselves to become a bigger and bigger part of, how are you going to maintain it all? Are you going to buy everybody off? Are you going to pay off every witness that saw you doing something other than what you want to claim as being the truth? Are you going to <clears throat> suicide those who fail to see the light of your argument or persuasive pack of men in the car? How are you going to handle it? And why are we living like the frickin' mafia? Come on, I forgive you all. But at some point, you got to take some accountability and start living as your true selves. That's what we owe all of us. We owe it to each other. We owe it to ourselves. And most importantly, we owe it to the peace that comes with living that way. Instead of the random assortment of firing off inconsistent, incoherent variables that leave us all knowing we're being lied to.